0: why is it like everything that you do makes me laugh like you reading out of your notebook is funny to me
1: <laughs> what does that work you are i think that's good you are. Mm. i had something i was going to ask you just now but mm. i don't remember what it was
0: i really hope you make this juicy
1: I, can I make it juicy? Please do. I, I, okay. I'm i so glad you said that. Yeah, now yeah. I'm going to lean into the yeah, juice. Yeah,
0: unhinged.
1: I'm going to get the squeeze. Yeah, please. How was therapy, by the way? Were you in therapy this morning?
0: Yeah. Can you tell that my, my eyes are puffy?
1: No, but is that part... Do you, do, you, do you cry? Do you always cry in therapy? I always cry in therapy. There's something I've about said that just, to you. I've said that to that. There's
0: something about just being in the room that makes you yeah. just want to start
1: bawling. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you know what's funny? My therapist once said to me... She, she, she once said to me like a couple sessions in, she was like... She was like, do you always cry?
0: No, she did not. <laughs> she
1: did. She did. She was like, do you just cry like do normally, cry? like in, like in your life? And I think she was surprised when I was like, literally never. <laughs> like, I, like, I don't know what's happening this is here. safe place. Like, I never cry. Like, I don't want you to think I'm just going around my life crying. She literally asked me that. Was it good, though? How did you find a therapist? Do you have a local therapist in Nashville? Or is this a therapist that, how did you find this person? Because I feel like it's hard to find a really good therapist.
0: I actually went through Porter's Call
1: really yeah and it was actually helpful
0: so helpful and is it and then, uh, so once yeah. i like because when you go into porter's call which if if you don't know who what porter's call is it's basically like it is um therapy that is free essentially to people in the entertainment business right artists specifically um and people that tour live on the road, yada yada. So, um, I actually had gone to an event for fundraising for Porter's Call. That's, and that's one of why the best out, events. That's why I found out about
1: them. I've gone to that event a couple times. It's yeah. one of the best dinners. Yeah. And so, wait. So you went to the event, and then did you go up to them afterwards? And well, and- I, w-
0: well I went to the event, and I instantly, do- I instantly donated because I was like, oh my gosh, this was so moving, and like I want to be a part of a part of this. is incredible. And then, um, then I went through my divorce, and I needed a therapist and I had already needed a therapist prior to that. I just wasn't going. Had you never been in
1: therapy before? No, I had. It
0: had just been a long time. Yeah. Like when I was like younger. So do
1: you go in person or do you do it remotely?
0: I went in person and I, I went and then so in Porter's call, obviously since it's free, they have to kind of like graduate you out because there's not enough therapists and they need to get more people in that need help um, on their resources. So they like graduated me out, but then gave me a whole bunch of other therapists that they recommended.
1: And did they give you a certificate or what does that look like? like no, no, <laughs> I
0: didn't. Like, I haven't gone through my graduation ceremony. Like Beth, do I get a graduation ceremony? Wait,
1: but really that that's actually, I didn't actually realize that element of it. So you yeah. come in for w- like a certain period of time. And Probably then,
0: like six weeks of sessions is really? what you get. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, then they connected to, to you.
1: Did you, cause when I found the therapist that I really like, I had to go through like three awful therapists. Yeah. In order to find this one,
0: yeah, no, I instantly loved in, Beth inst- at Portis Call; like she was incredible, and yeah. she she did amazing work with me in that in that short amount of time. And then, like after that, she said, "I recommend you go to these people." And then I did have to go through a couple of them to find. That's them what I'm saying. Now. that's yeah.
1: what I'm saying. Like you have yeah. to go through a couple. I I went. I yeah. had some bad. I had a couple of bad therapists. Okay, can you
0: t- can you tell me what a bad therapist is to you though? Because yeah. so, I, I want to answer after that.
1: Okay, so I had so the first therapist that I tried seeing. I was telling her about what I do in the entertainment industry and how, like, it's such a struggle and, like, right. I'm on the climb. And she said to me, she was like, yeah, you know, like, that's the risk. Like, some people just don't make it. Like, some people aren't going to make it. And I literally was like, F-, "Like like, oh, I was no. Like, no, no, I need a therapist to say this is going to work and we're going to figure it out together. I'm here for support. I was like, that energy is not going to fly. So instantly I was done with her. Second therapist, we get on the call and she started asking me all these questions. And one of the questions she asked me was, like, uh, like, do you like how much do you drink? And I don't drink. So I said, oh, I don't drink. And like five minutes later, she was like, so do you go out drinking a lot? And I was like, <laughs> no, you're clearly just not listening to me. And that was a huge red flag. And then I think the next therapist I saw was this woman um, who's great. And I've recommended her to like two or three different people. Yeah. And um, and I'm and everyone who goes there loves her. And now I'm done recommending her because I don't want her to right. run out of
0: don't fill up your schedule. I, don't want her to fill I need up. you.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> no. You can't exactly. Okay, so wait. No. So what were your red flags in a therapist?
0: Well, I mean, it's it's just the repeating everything you say back to you, and then asking you how that makes you feel.
1: Is good or bad? It's bad. It's bad. I to agree. Me, yeah.
0: It's like the reflection method, and I'm like, I, that doesn't yeah. work for me because I basically I just was like, I just told you how that made me feel. <laughs> like I just I just said that. You repeated it back for a whole hour and then i i did give her like a couple of sessions and then she just kept doing that and i was like i just yeah. don't think i'm gonna get what i need i really like i need like encouragement and like suggestion i'm like really coachable so like i need like where where so, do you think i should go Yeah, because sometimes you don't
1: know what to talk about right. like sometimes you need a therapist to just sort of start shooting things at you to
0: but i understand some people just want to spill like they just want to get yeah. in there and they just want to talk because yeah. they don't have anyone else to talk to I talk all the time. My
1: mom's a therapist, <laughs> actually. So growing up, I was raised by a therapist. Really? And funny enough, one of the things she said that like one of her biggest pet peeves in therapy is what you just said. Is yeah. like that's not what a good therapist does. Is right. actually like, oh, how do you feel about that? Like that she that's like a pet peeve of hers. She says that's not what really what you should do.
0: I can't believe we didn't start this conversation with your mom as a therapist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, Honestly, I don't like to give right. any free press on the <laughs> right. show. It doesn't matter who it is. <laughs> right. Yeah. But we're here. Here's the point. We're here today to celebrate Alexandra Kay and all the success that she's having. And, you know, there's the story that there's something that you've said that I find really moving, which is there was a point where you're your two record deals into your career right now. And there was a moment where you were dropped from your second record deal Mm -hmm. and you had called your dad and you said to your dad, dad, like, I just got dropped from my second deal. What should I do? And. He pushed you to work as hard as you've ever worked. He said, don't give up, basically. Yeah. And that's kind of not what he said in the beginning of this. He, in the beginning of your journey, he gave you like a year. Yeah. And he said, he said, if, if you don't pull this off in a year, you need to do something else and move on.
0: Well, he basically said, you can't live in our house. You, can, you have so to get out. So he basically out. said, like, if you are not going to go to college... And you are going to choose this path. Then you need to. And this is just kind of shows how like disassociated my parents are from this, <laughs> this from indus- this world. This how, world could this industry how could they How could they know this? nothing yeah. about it. So like a year, if you tell anybody in the business that, they're like, "What? It takes like ten years to get yeah. yourself off the on your feet in this town." But they don't know that. So basically, he said, "If you are not making a living doing this." Within a year, then you need to go out and get a real job and you need to find somewhere else to live. But until then, for that year that you're really working towards it, we will let you live under our roof for free, basically, if you're not going to college. And then I ended up signing my first record deal in, I think, nine months.
1: And you got an advance. the, The advance you got from that first record deal was enough that you could justify moving out of the house
0: yeah so i i mean i ended up yeah going and getting my own apartment anyways where and in, a, in, in, a in illinois or yeah, in southern illinois and
1: so and you didn't think yeah. when you signed your first deal you didn't think oh i gotta get out of illinois and come to la or nashville or somewhere no somewhere because
0: else? my deal was it was a st louis based record label network
1: yeah network the, entertainment network entertainment mm-hmm. so that kept you there but this but the second time you get dropped i'm like moved by this that your dad <laughs> kept you in the game if he, he had did. said wrap it up do you think you would have wrapped it up or would you have pushed ahead
0: honestly i don't really i don't really think i ever was planning on actually wrapping it well what i've done
1: i don't know this is kind of hilarious because like if somebody
0: looked at you and was just like at your lowest moment right at your lowest moment when you think about like i'm not going to pursue anything in this industry anymore if you actually would have given up in that moment like what do you think you would have done I think about this all the time because
1: the truth is I want to quit every single day, but I don't know, there's nothing I want to do more.
0: Exactly. So I don't know, so if I quit, I don't know what I would do. I don't think I ever would have done anything else. I I remember having that conversation with my dad and he said, you can either worry or you can work. And I just decided to, to just like get on my grind like harder than I ever had. And, you know, this is another story that is kind of a, not necessarily a triumphant moment for me, but like it was more it was more like I look back on it now and I'm so grateful that I went through that because it makes me so so present in these moments and so grateful for everything that I have now in the moments but, of success you yeah. you just can
1: feel yourself be a be present
0: one hundred percent I was driving down um I believe it was Sunset Boulevard and I had not only just gotten dropped from Warner Brother Records, which was my second record deal I had also just gotten dropped from my management deal and we had just found out that our show, um, Westside, the Netflix show that I was on, was not getting a second season and that they were no longer putting marketing dollars in it and basically it flopped like really hard and this was supposed to be something that was going to change our lives we were told by every single person in netflix this is our most funded show of the year we were told by our record label like this is the most funded show of the year this is going to be a massive success you guys are all going to be huge yada 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 right we were fed this for two years i truly believe this was going to be a life-changing experience and it crashed and burned super quickly um and then I remember driving down sunset and they were pulling my face off of like No,
1: you saw that? I've never yes. seen a billboard go up or down ever in my life. Yeah. What are the odds that you're driving down sunset? Yeah, because they have when them this pe- is coming down. They
0: have them like they have billboards up, but they yeah. also have them like pasted right on building on buildings. Right. And they have them on fences and all of that and they were pulling literally our billboard down as i was going to apply for a job at a bar i had like my resume and i was does going that to just, all the bars does that around. make you so angry That's
1: how that. many times like anyone who's ever done anything in this industry you know how much something can get promised to you yeah. that just doesn't follow through people promise you shit all the time sure and then never happens like was that was that one of the first times that you realized that someone was promising you that something was going to work this was going to take off we're going to invest in this and then to have the show just kind of go away, to have them give up on it maybe, or maybe just didn't connect? Like, did were you just angry that it, it did it just yeah, feel like I such was, a letdown?
0: I was really angry, I'm not going to lie. But I had also just already gone through it with my first record deal. And my first record deal um, that I had in St. Louis, I had that feeling as well of we're going to do this and 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 then none of that ever happened and when it did happen it was like okay so basically you don't realize that you're spending your own money when you're flying first class everywhere you go with your label yeah kind of thing and staying in like all these really nice hotels and shooting all shooting all of these big budget music videos you don't realize that it's going to turn around and you're like i will never make money off of any of this music because of how much money was spent so getting it's kind of those naive yeah. moments that like i'm like i've been through so much at that point that like i had a little bit of a harder shell but when that happened um it took a lot for me to get back up i'm not gonna lie
1: really and and but like to me i i don't want to underestimate your dad just telling you yeah don't give up like is is that a big part of like what helped you get back up percent. Or, or am I well, overthinking this moment? But to no, me, that just seems so huge pivotal. Moment.
0: It was a huge moment, especially with the backstory of my dad, which I'm not going to give too much because it's a long one. But basically, my dad had built um, like a dry cleaning business from when he was 21 years old is when he started making, you know, a profit and doing really well. And he ended up having five locations and he was really successful. And our family was doing really well when I was younger. And then he lost it all. And um And went back to square one was working on the railroad and then back to working his way up in the hotel business working both of those jobs at the same time and i remember seeing him come home and be just so tired from getting off of work at the hotel and putting his overalls on and sitting and having his plate of dinner, like falling asleep over it and then going out the door. And I wouldn't see him till, you know, three o'clock in the morning when he got home from the railroad. And that is that like when he said you can worry or you can work, like that's what I flash back to is everything that he did for our family to keep us afloat in the hardest times when this, he lived that. Yeah. He lived it. He lived that. And I was like, if he can do it, so can I, you know, it's in my blood.
1: In a way, this reality show I can imagine watching some of these clips and maybe feeling, maybe almost embarrassed by some of this stuff that's oh, in yeah. this show. Yeah. For but sure. in a way, isn't it crazy that this footage even exists?
0: It's insane it, because it's a lot archived? of people don't know that it even exists.
1: Do you want people to. So, is it. But is it fun? Like, to me, I think it's fun to go back and I know you. I mean, we never hang out, but I think right, we're friends. Right. Yeah. Um, I know you, and I look back on that footage and I go, this is a different Alexandra K. Like, she's grown so much as an so artist. Much. As, so, like, I can look back on this. I can imagine you watching this and just cringing. Yeah, so much. But it, it's fun that this exists. Isn't this. Isn't it a. Isn't it cool that Listen, it, it was a it's time archived? In my
0: life that I'm like I'm. Incre- do you know how cool that felt? Like yeah. I was. How does
1: it work? Do you really get filmed like twenty four seven? Like how yeah. how does this work?
0: Constantly Mic'd up.
1: How like, do you 17, have sixteen yeah.
0: hours a day? Sixteen hours a day, six five days a week.
1: How do you have the the? How are you comfortable enough to have such open conversations? on the show are you acting a little bit because or do you, you forget that you, you're, but you really forget that the cameras you are literally there.
0: literally just forget it's happening for two years
1: that's how long the yes. eight episodes yes. were two years
0: mm-hmm.
1: so you you just get so comfortable with the cameras mm-hmm. on and is it and you're
0: creating right because like in the show we're writing songs yeah. we're creating we're collaborating
1: by the way like, some of those prompts that you were given in that show to me on the <laughs> other end the biggest eye roll ever. Did you feel like this is so dumb at times? Or or did you buy into it? Like, in the moment, did it feel like, oh, this is great. These prompts, this process, we're doing this thing. Like, did it feel... To be
0: completely honest, I didn't understand it. Really? So, like, the show that I was pitched when I got put on that show, the show that I was pitched, this is what you are kind of auditioning for, or what this is what we're Zoom meeting with you for was was so cool and it was so like there was like no blueprint for it and it was so fresh and like it was supposed to what I thought I was going into originally was like these cameras following us through like our everyday grind of being like young unsigned artists but everybody has a little bit of a platform right so like I had already been like really viral with Jolene and like all of my um, staircase covers and stuff I was doing I think I had like three or four hundred thousand on Facebook and at the time Facebook was all like that was the video platform so like that was pretty big. Then you had Pia Toscano, who was like huge um, with American Idol and like, yeah. almost won. And it was a huge. That was kind of part of her backstory in the, yeah. b- in the
1: beginning. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: But everybody kind of had like. And then you had Taz, who was in like a pretty big girl group at a time. Everybody had like a moment that they were kind of trying to like redeem themselves for. And it was supposed to kind of, f- what I thought was that they were going to be following us through our songwriting process, our collaborating process, and all of this. But then whenever they threw. Us having meetings, connecting, networking. But when they kind of threw the like
1: musical. That's where it lost Into
0: it is where it lost all of us too. And we were all really confused as to what was happening. And so we just went every day just trying to be as authentic as we possibly could. And to roll with this and to just trust the process, which is what we were being told, you know, by everyone to do. And I feel like they're just once the record label got involved, once like. So many different people got involved to manage us and to creative direct us and to music direct us and all of this stuff. I think there was just too many cooks in the kitchen and it just got lost.
1: And just got lost. But it was a
0: really cool concept. And to be completely honest, no matter what happened with that show, it completely changed me as a person and it opened my eyes up um, to just collaborating with so many different artists and different genres of music. And I think it, it changed Why did it me in change this way. Well, first of all, I up and moved my entire life to Los Angeles, not knowing anybody, not having any friends or any family out there. And I I would have never done that prior. Yeah. But I got this opportunity and I was not going to waste this opportunity. And so I forced myself. And I think that was a huge growing moment just for me as a human was forcing myself, throwing myself out there and being like, go figure it out. Oh, I'm living in Redondo Beach? Cool. Then I move into Redondo Beach, realize we're shooting in West Hollywood, and it takes me an hour and 12 minutes to get to shoot, an hour and 12 to get back from shoot every day. Okay, that's a learning experience. I need to move to Burbank. Like, so you move like I, mid-show or
1: whatever. Yeah. I can't believe that's two years, though. I, I watched the mm-hmm. whole show this weekend.
0: Yeah, it's about I, – I lived out there for two years, so yeah. I would say we shot for a total of like a year and – a year and a half.
1: Are you the only artist on the show who's really doing it right now? Because I was sort of going into everyone's profiles and I was seeing, who I was like, who are all these people?
0: Everybody's kind of doing different things right now. So like James is in, he's gone definitely towards like musical theater and he's in a, um, a couple of shows out in like Vegas and LA. And then um, Pia is still doing music. She's on tour with David Foster. She tours with Andre Bocelli and she's got a great touring career with them right now. Um, and then, you know, like some some people just i don't think really continue to pursue music afterwards i actually just saw Caitlyn; she just came to my show in vegas and it, really? Was, it was really cool to see her for the first she time. she seemed forever. cool actually she's I don't really know. What, awesome. what do she's I down, know. awesome she's down to earth and, yeah. and really cool and everyone can put
1: a face on camera you know you never know what anyone looks like but
0: here's the thing yeah that's the one thing i didn't i, I you don't really see me if you notice you don't really see me the first like five episodes because I like, so much drama and I could just feel that, that some of the drama was fabricated and I was like, I don't want anything to do with this. When you want to write songs and like create and when you want to showcase me as an artist, I'm I'm over I'll be over here. Yeah. You know? But like until then I'm not gonna create some weird drama so I get more FaceTime. It just like wasn't gonna yeah. be me. Is it
1: crazy though to watch that footage with your now ex that you were with for yeah. ten years? Yeah, it's insane. And to look back and to see some of those personal phone calls on netflix and like some of these conversations and this footage it's very weird is it weird Mm -hmm. why is it weird weird. because it's just like maybe the maybe that's not for people to see 100
0: percent because like when i because it felt so natural when you're in when you're in it for as long as i was when where every aspect of your life is is recorded um and yeah he he absolutely hated it as well and they would you know producers would try to say things to him to get him riled up so that he would say something to me when we were on the phone and yeah and and he was just like i'm not doing that and and we yeah it was it was crazy yeah um but yeah definitely weird when i look back on it and i i definitely don't think i would ever let anybody into my life like that now um but who knows you know
1: this record that that you just put out all i've ever known i feel like Artists sometimes say, oh, this is my m- most personal record mm-hmm. or this is a really personal record. But this record's really intimate. Like it there is. is a lot on this record yeah. that is so literal mm-hmm. and so personal. Yeah. Like even the opening track, which is which is my favorite pain. You perfect. Yeah. That's my favorite track on the record. Thank you. And this line. I am I'm, keep going back to your dad. But your dad says to you, we don't you know, we don't do divorces. Yeah. That line hits me because I bet he really said that he 100 percent
0: did. I remember where I was. Where were you? I was, It's going to sound weird, but I was sitting in my bathtub. <laughs> I was like on sitting, your I was with sitting your in dad. my bathtub. Yeah. And, um, and I was at my house uh, that I lived in with my ex in Nashville before. But he Where had, was your but ex? But he had already we, moved out. He, yeah. Technically, like he had already gone back to Illinois and he was working from Illinois and we were separated at that yeah.
1: point. Did, was it a long time coming, do you feel like? Yeah. And do you feel like even yeah. on this show, it feels like on the show, Yeah. like even back then
0: even back then and yeah. there were so many things that were happening at that time that they didn't show on the show yeah. that were very telling and us, do you that end this up, would end up the way that and it And do
1: you did. end up staying in it just because you were just been in it for so long and maybe you really did you know have No, I loved him. You loved him. I and loved maybe him. you still And I do. saw
0: through a lot of a lot of things and I let a lot of things go as did he though. You know, I mean, we, our relationship just was it was a mess and and uh at times it was really really great but there were a lot of Really messy moments that we ended up kind of trucking through, Um, and then then we kind of turned around and we were thirty, and we were like, "What is? Why are we doing this? You know, like why are we continuously like pulling ourselves out of the rubble constantly? Like why don't we just put you know get off the bulldozer? You know what I'm saying? Like it there's just it just didn't it didn't make any sense anymore. And I think that like when I looked at myself at 21 years, we were together. I was 21 years old when we got together. 20, 21. He was 19, 20, like in that time. And I, uh, it made so much sense back then. We had kind of the same friend. We had the same friends. Yeah, same of course. Friend group, We would go out all the time. Everything was based around like going out and like socializing and having fun and being young and dumb and fun. Right? Yeah. And then you get older and you're like. You grow up and you kind of look at this other person and you're like, oh, wow, we grew up to be two different people, you know, like think of yourself at 21. And what were the differences,
1: though, Were, were the differences just that you were pursuing this artist career and were so singular singularly focused? Can't say that word on blowing yourself up as an artist. And maybe he wasn't, you know, maybe he didn't like being on the road or there's even the line in the song of him. Of you mentioning him on stage and he doesn't like he didn't like that maybe.
0: So like that was actually a specific moment that happened. Um, it was where like, my, my mom I think was like oh no 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 no. You know. Wait what? Um, what was the moment or what happened. We were at a show and I was like up there you know just very much being like. My husband and where is he and blah 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 and I love him so much and I he's I am here because of him and he's always supported me and yada yada and my mom was standing behind him, and heard him say something really just not not nice. Why would he
1: not want that though? I
0: don't know. I, I don't would know. want. And that's when my mom was like, "Okay, something is going on that like that I wasn't telling her." And that's when she started to really keep her eyes open and and I think it made a lot more sense. After that that we just like we weren't compatible anymore but going back to what you said it wasn't because I was just so so focused on my career because I really made him a part of my career I re- really did and, and I would you know when I first moved back from LA we had to go back to Illinois because that's where Indy could work um, and like. He was in the union there and so he really had trouble working anywhere else if he was going to be in a union it was like a huge process and so i said okay well you just moved out to la for me and we were on this show and we lived out here for two years and now we have to go back because i have to be in nashville and how about i'll just go back to illinois and i'll commute for a while so you can get back in the swing of things with work okay cool That's how I was able to like almost convince him to go back because he wanted to stay in L.A.
1: Yeah. Oh, he did.
0: Yes. And I couldn't stay there. I couldn't. Why do you want
1: to stay in? You know, it doesn't matter. So you wanted. He just just liked L.A. He liked the limelight. Let's be honest. He liked the stars and everything. (laughs) So (laughs) okay. So you convinced him to move back.
0: So I convinced him to move back. I start commuting to Nashville. It's a four and a half hour drive. Yeah, that's why, like in painted, it says I gave it four hour drives flying that's... for a night. Yes, yes. So yes. what would happen is I would fly. I would drive to Nashville. I would write Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I would couch surf this entire time. I didn't know anybody. I just would like meet people and be like, Yo, can I crash your house? And I would, you know. And then Tana Mats, my friend, used ended up putting me up for a little bit. So. Then on Friday, I would drive all the way back to St. Louis. I would spend Friday and Saturday with him. And on Sunday, I would turn around and come back, come back to to Nashville. I did that for two years. Wow.
1: Mm -hmm. And that was every week, every week Mm -hmm. doing that because that because that because you needed that commitment. Yeah. So then now fast forward, your dad is saying to you, we don't do divorces. And and but then is the true like in the song that then you start telling him these stories. Yeah. And you say, no, but listen to this. Yeah. I need you on my side here. I know. That's, that's where you're.
0: Everybody's wondering what happened main stage on the beach, Atlantic City. (laughs) I'm like, that's the one thing that I, that I don't really talk about because it was just like a, it was just not a good day. And, um, but you know,
1: was it something that he did that just really put it over the edge? Mm -hmm. And was that kind was that the breaking point? Yeah. For me. For you? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: I, I, I... I remember I remember actually calling Beth after that happened your manager, well, that beth. night yeah my manager beth i I called her later that night and I was like, it's there's just no way I can come back from this and uh yeah, and then um we actually ended up having to go from that just horrible night to a different or to um Texas to a family vacation and we had to like play like everything was cool this entire like really family vacation. oh my god it was yeah. you couldn't have, and then when i have... got back from that is when i is when we separated wow
1: mm-hmm. i can't even imagine yeah. how hard is it now you've got this new guy who's all over tiktok
0: <laughs> he's you, not all over tiktok you just made a whole i made one one was TikTok that the reveal
1: him. was that the reveal no
0: the reveal was on instagram like oh. weeks before i catch up i
1: wasn't paying attention <laughs> the um who is it is it Is it hard to get back into another relationship because you think you know someone for 10 years?
0: Yeah, it was tough.
1: Is it tough? Why did this guy win you over? Like, like, what did this guy do that made you feel comfortable enough to be in a relationship with him?
0: He's the best person I've ever met in my life. Really? It's insane. It's literally like I... So, first of all, I was completely distraught after my divorce. Like, just an absolute mess. And... Um, Started having like so many anxiety issues and and just like um, what is the word I'm looking for like I identity like identity issues and like just like who am I without this person I've never been alone you know and so spent. That time around my friends and just like tried so hard to just like stay away from home and like just be social and be with my friends and and so yeah I would hang out with the guys and I would hang out with Beth and and uh, and my friends back home and stuff but when I would come here and I would hang out with the guys like Rocco was just like
1: you wrote really... with him right he was he's a writer he's got songs he's a writer on...
0: he's got he's got songs, on the, songs he's got three on the record songs on the record
1: and do you think that you opening up to him about some of the personal things that you wrote about on your record, yeah, did that create a little bit of a spark?
0: I think so. I think just the way that he just didn't judge me through it all, and he like as a friend was just so um, fragile with me, I guess. And and I could, I just felt like there's not a lot of people that I feel like I can like ugly cry in front of, and he just yeah. became one of those people. And he was just like really constant um, as a friend, and and you know we both are like Christians, and we both. Very much like walking our faith, shared, and, values. Yeah, you had shared, shared values. Yeah, shared values. And so, like he was able to give me advice as far as like leaning on God in this situation and like re- reading the word, and you know what I'm saying. All How do you thing.
1: take that relationship from a professional one to a romantic one? Because it's tricky, isn't it?
0: it? Yeah, for sure. How does that happen? So at first, I very much pushed it off. Like when I first initially started having feelings for him, I was just like, Oh no, this is like. And did he a show any signs to me?
1: towards you? No. That no. He was
0: like, no. But was he feeling those
1: <laughs> feelings too?
0: Yeah. Well, now I know that he was feeling those feelings. Like That's whenever what he says, like, I mean, of course he's gonna say that. Yeah, he says <laughs> that now, right? But like, <laughs> oh, he, of co-
1: I, I was in love with you the moment I saw you. Of course <laughs> he's gonna say that. We'll, we'll never fucking know, right? Okay, but, but now yeah, he, yeah. you
0: know, he was very much like, no, you are my boss. Like it was very much that he was like, this is a recipe for disaster. I love you. Like we're such good friends, you know, Wait, but But he said
1: that what happened to be in a situation where he even is saying that like, did you make a move on him or something like, like how do you get into this situation? No,
0: like I was the first one to tell him how I felt.
1: How do you do that?
0: I don't know. I just told him. I think we we're probably like it's probably after a show or something. I've <laughs> we we're never, like drinking, and I was just like, "Because he's on like, the road with you, right?" I was he like, plays Do guitar. Do you feel like we're like more than friends? I probably said something like, you know, I'm like looking at Beth because I'm like she's looking at me like that's probably how it went down. We're probably like having a drink after a show, and I'm like, "Do you like me as more you than?" You weren't
1: friends? overthinking this moment because if I was trying to make this happen with someone, I would be overthinking this. I'd be no. I'd be, I you, just
0: you, went through like the, and it's not that I had just went through it. Like it yeah. was, it was what, six months later at least, seven, yeah. eight months later.
1: Why would, and we were but also separated
0: for a year, like, almost an entire yeah. year prior But, to it, but that if so.
1: you're over – but why, you know – So I wasn't
0: you, overthinking it. I was just kind of like – I was just like – we were probably just drinking and hanging out, and I was just like, do you feel this way too, you know? And he's like – he's like, no. <laughs> I was like, uh, what? <laughs> it was very much like him trying to be push – it, push it away because of the whole, like – he works for me dynamic and he's like this could go so so bad and then we just kind of like cooled it and hung out as friends and then it just happened so organically
1: but what does that mean like then were you at another show and you and your same yeah, situation like, we, it like just
0: progressed. like we became more flirty and i could just tell that he was feeling the same way and then we talked about it And i then... think
1: what you did actually opened it up because you said that he shot it down quick because of course he's not going to for sure but then he thought about it yeah. and he thought wait a second Yeah. (laughs) She clearly feels this way. Do I feel this way? He started to realize that he did feel this way. Maybe he opens up, throws a little flirty move out there. Yeah. You respond. That was a pivotal point what you did there.
0: Right. I think. I just like, suggested that it could be a thing maybe. And he was just like no. And he
1: and he bit for it. <laughs> he but said is no, it risky? but then it
0: opened it up it opened his mind up to it. And then like I just noticed things were kind of different after that point. Like he was just like more flirty with me and we just got like more comfortable and and whatever, and then eventually he told me he felt the same way. And then,
1: is yeah. it exhausting to be in your life? So here you're on, you're out on a date with your, you know, your boyfriend. Is he your boyfriend?
0: Uh, he's my boyfriend now. He's yeah. your boyfriend now. You're That's out, new. <laughs> it, it's new.
1: We're not putting labels on it. Yeah. Is um, is it exhausting to be on a date with this guy? And maybe you just want to live your life and eat a donut and hold hands. <laughs> and but but you have to. But you're filming this date. To get the content and and then you go home and you narrate and, and you go, oh my, are we getting all the right shots? Like to me, this is exhausting. This is yeah. not what I want to be doing on a date, <laughs> but he's got to understand this because he's in the business no, too. No, he totally does. He knows that this is, this is a part of the whole thing, but is it exhausting to be documenting all this or are you so comfortable with it that it's, that you don't, it's just very natural for no, you. No, because
0: here's the thing. It's like on an actual date, I would never like document that. Right. So like the thing is, if I wake up and I'm like, hey, there's this donut place across the street and I need to make some content today. You want to go get donuts? Like that's that. It's not I would never he would never take me on like a romantic dinner and I pull my phone out and start documenting or, or like going back and going, wait, can I walk through the door again? And what you feel? Never. I don't would know. I ever, you might be, that
1: might create some good videos.
0: It would never I would just never do it. Uh,
1: yeah. Okay, you know, right, it's very right. much
0: like I wake up and I'm like, hey, this would be a cool video to make today. And also like. We can, you know, kind of break the news to, to TikTok that we're together. Boom, and it's it's like that. It's I would never. And you do know. people
1: freak out about this? Like, do your fans? I thought
0: people knew because I guess like I just forget that people on TikTok don't always follow me on Instagram. And I had leaked it on Instagram when we were in Cabo on our vacation. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Hmm. Yeah. This is such an exciting life. Is <laughs> it how great? It, isn't it a blessing to be doing this independent artist thing? Yeah. Now, when you have the tools. To be able to do it like if you were trying to do this even 10 years ago i don't know that you could have
0: you notice i like perk up when you start talking about independent artists because i love to talk this subject
1: but to me it's like it, you could not have had this career that you're having no probably 10 years ago even no. it would have looked totally different 100 now you have the tools to call your own shots mm-hmm. to make this however you want to make it if you want if you were trying to announce this relationship with a major label there might have been a whole committee you might have had to get approval on posts and all this. But you just go, no, 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 no. I, I have a relationship with this person. I want my fans to be connected to me. I want them to know what's going on in my life. And you just throw it out there. Isn't that... Uh, Can isn't that you the...
0: imagine? I if can't. If somebody was like, you can't post that. I but would be I like, think
1: that's what would be happening. Me. That's Click. what would be happening <laughs> like, if you were like in a...
0: I just don't even think that even if I was in that situation that I would... That makes me sound so like rebel child which I'm really not but I don't think
1: it does I think it like just, honestly, you should have control over the narrative of your artistry and of your career
0: it's insane and
1: you should be as if you want to be honest with your fans you should be you should have the option to be honest with them
0: I think that if you are able to take backlash then you should be completely as honest as you can be in your life Via social media. But if you are somebody that cannot handle having everybody all up in your business and judging you and rewriting your narrative for you, then don't do that. But I don't really care.
1: <laughs> Isn't it <laughs> you know? exhausting, though? Because I've heard you say in interviews that you go on tour. You don't write when you're on the road. I don't. No. Because you can't. It's too hard. Your focus on the road needs to be on the shows and moving tickets.
0: Yeah, I have to sell my own. Tickets, you have to sell so your own tickets. I have to make content. To
1: me, is that so fucking exhausting? Yeah. To be on so Instagram and TikTok every day. How do I sell out the show? How, I, what's the content I'm gonna put out? Constantly filming. You constantly feel like you have to look good and and be well dressed, and everything you put out there, your fans are gonna pick it apart. Is that exhausting? It just seems like a nightmare.
0: Well, it is. But I'm actually looking for my phone, Beth. Can I see my phone? I'm gonna I'm gonna read you something that I. This is what I do on the road to keep this from feeling less exhausting. So I have this little notes app and it's Beth hat is shared on it so she can see like when I mark things off but it's like my tour schedule so like let me see okay so it says AK tour schedule every day so basically i wake up at 7am and i have my wake up call and everything on this has you can see it's got like where's the camera there we go it's got like little bullet points and Beth has shared on this so she can see like when I check each bullet point but I like wake up 7 a.m. wake up call I have my coffee I take my medicines and then I like you know water whatever because I have to have a certain amount of bottles of water a day like my vocal coach wants me to have like eight bottles of water a day
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. Who pees more than you in this band?
0: And, but then, if I have coffee, I have to have two more bottles of water for every coffee I have. That's
1: right, because coffee's very dehydrating. Yeah. It's not good for the vocal cords. Right. Who, just so tell I me. Are you to... peeing more than anyone in this band? 100%. You're peeing the most. 100%.
0: Everyone of, of, has to stop for everyone. Everyone's
1: me. stopping for <laughs> you, so you can go pee. Okay. Well, no.
0: When we're on a bus, we don't have to stop, so that's good. Okay. But, okay, so 7 a.m., I have to do that coffee. Um, like my stomach medicines and like all that stuff because I have a bad belly. Anyways, 8.30 a.m. to 9.00. Maybe she's
1: pooping too. (laughs) We'll never know. We'll
0: never
1: know. Um,
0: I go through my show photos and choose like all of my select photos from the day and then I send Nick my selects and then I have another bottle of water. By 9 a.m. I'm doing my Instagram post, my Instagram reel, my Instagram Facebook stories, my Facebook post, my Facebook reel, my fan club post, my three Snapchats and my TikTok Stories and then I have another bottle of water. That's all happening before 9:30 a.m.
1: Wait, three Snapchat, three Snapchat posts. You don't mm-hmm. have three Snapchat accounts.
0: No, three Snapchat posts. Posts. Yeah. yeah. And then by 10 is this a.m. So I'm natural? working
1: out. Hold on, hold on. Is this so <laughs> natural for you that it you don't think about it, or are you stressing out about what's my Snapchat post going to be like? Are you t- talking no, to your so band? Like my and Snapchat and, post will just be like me like across blah, from me like, right now. Actually, yeah. we'll just do one of those. Let's right just now. do it right now while okay. we're here. here you Let's go. check one off. Go
0: ahead. You just you just give me a little. Give me a little thumbs
1: up. We're on the Zach Kuhn show uh, with Alexandra Kay. <laughs> and we, was that there it? There This is so, oh, god, I could be a it's content great. god. This is so easy. Yeah. So, okay, so now it's 930. Yeah. Then you go work out. To me, when I go on the road, the first thing I neglect is working out.
0: Well, I neglect that. If there's anything that I'm going to neglect on my schedule because I have a really tight one that day or I have an interview or something like that that's thrown in between, then I'm neglecting working out for sure because mostly we're tired. It's 3 a.m. But then I like eat for the first time at 11. Um, What are you
1: eating on the road that's healthy because it's so hard to eat good food on the road?
0: yogurt so we have a fridge in our bus so i'll have like yogurt granola berries i'll have um like eggs egg whites do you
1: make eggs on the bus
0: yeah so like i'll just put egg whites like in a cup and i microwave them
1: oh yeah that's what i do sometimes yeah so
0: that works and it's all good um
1: Anyway, so the point is, but everything that you do on the road is very scheduled. This For is sure. not like a this is like a hobby. This is no, like a no, no, real no. It's, fucking it's, business. It's game time, and this is game time. It's this game is time. serious.
0: Speaking of game time, like we literally have like a what we call game tape. So every single night, we um, Nick is like in the crowd videotaping my entire show yeah. from the crowd, and then um, I think it says at noon here. I go in, I go in, and I watch game tape from the previous night. And then I edit two TikTok. That is
1: the most important thing. When yeah. I go on the road, I set up a camera, like my own iPhone. Because when I go on, no one films this. And I think it's crazy. Yeah. It's, and yeah. I put an iPhone right on myself. Mm-hmm. I want to hear how I sound. I want to hear how I look. Right. Sometimes you think you're like Pete Townsend and you're huge and you watch the <laughs> video back and you're so tiny in these gestures. Sometimes you think you're tiny and you look like a maniac. Right. Like, like I want to watch all this. And yeah. then that's the only way I get better. I do you find this because I find I am delusional to how I sound on stage when I play guitar. Mm -hmm. I have no clue how I sound. Yeah, I listen back. That's the only way I know (laughs) how I sound on stage. Do you find that out too? Like like, I do. Like, do you think it's an amazing show and you listen back and it's it's, sometimes it's hard to listen to?
0: Well, I mean that also is depending on your sound guy. If you're not bringing out a front house,
1: but to me it's not it's not the quality of the sound. It's like I think I'll be in rhythm and I'm out of rhythm, or like I'll I'll think (laughs) like. But So then the only way I, I get this feedback is if I listen back to myself.
0: So like I'm not – I'm very, very you're,
1: – You're just more talented than no, I am probably no, it's is, not uh, is probably what, what I got the sense you were about to say. No, but no, I'll not, let you continue. No,
0: no, no. It's not that. It's, it's no, more it's than, fine.
1: It's totally fine.
0: It's more than, you're just getting off rhythm all the time when you're out
1: there. <laughs> No, not all the time. I'm just saying I'll listen no, back. No, I know. I know. And I get it. it's not as perfect it. as I thought it sounded For on sure. stage. That's, that happens that's my to point. me. That one hundred
0: percent happens. To I'm going to pitch to
1: be in your band in I two really? seconds, <laughs> so I need to sound strong. But I'll let well, you I'm continue. I'm dating the
0: guitar players. So that's going to be hard. you can't
1: have two guitar players in the band. What, what like or a utility guy? What's we
0: really do need a utility guy? What do you play?
1: I play pedal steel. That's not a joke. What? Yes. It, see, if we we never hang out, if okay. we hung out once,
0: I think we, we were we, going, would going would to hang out for Super Bowl yesterday, but I ditched you as well. I ditched you both.
1: This <laughs> is all true. I play pedal steel. I play banjo, I play acoustic guitar, guitar, I can do a little mandolin. What? I am your utility guy. You are. And I love this record. I wanna go out and I wanna play it. Okay, I'll have
0: you have a meeting with my manager. I'm
1: not you're not you're never gonna take me out, let's be (laughs) honest. But if there is an opening, I want to be considered. 100%. Uh, get the fuck out of here. All right,
0: fine. Okay,
1: so <laughs> what, what were we even saying? What, what were we saying? We we're-, were
0: talking about my schedule. But yeah, basically everything is really lined out because if I not, I have so many things that I do throughout the day. Like there are also times within that schedule. So I think one o'clock is when Beth has two times throughout the day where she can schedule any interviews or anything that I have in the day. So yeah. like from one to two is going to be like my press time. So I'll do all of my interviews between one to two and then or 1 to 3 whatever it is. Then I sound check by 3:30 and then I have another content area of time between like 4 and 5. Meet and greet starts at 6 and then I go meet and greet 6 to 7, doors open, and then I eat my dinner and then I go on stage.
1: Is this really are the meet and greets really special?
0: They're so special. Really? Cuz I mean, some artists
1: don't do them. Some artists think that they don't like the fact that it feels like this disingenuous thing you get 10 seconds with everyone you take their photo on to the next person
0: well I don't pay, you don't pay for mine that, I was free. really so yeah. why
1: why would you not charge for them you can make so much money
0: because I I would rather it just, just connect right. with everybody and so here's who gets thing. a me and greet how do here's, you get a me here's, angry here's another thing that that I feel like artists um, if, if money is if money is the goal right you are going to end up with m- way more monetarily if you have an actual connection with those people imagine walking up to somebody on the street and asking for $10 they're probably not gonna give it to you but if you walk up to a friend and you say hey can I have $10 they'll be like sure what for and then they'll give it to you it's you don't have to just charge for for um, for somebody to meet you go out there and make those connections with those fans and they will probably spend money on your merchandise so
1: who gets chosen for a meet-and-greet
0: So how I do it is we set up, um, it's an Eventbrite link, and it's free. It's like a free link. And uh, they go on, and they just have to claim their spots, 150 free meet and greets every show. So I meet 150 people for free. And once they're gone, they're gone. So, like, you have to get them the day I put the link up. You have to sell out every show. You sold on this last
1: tour 50,000 tickets. Was that the number? It was
0: 50,000. I've done over 50,000 tickets for the year
1: for the, the year. last year
0: and only my headlining shows
1: in your headlining shows so that yeah. doesn't even include the festivals that no you're no planning, no the only opening. me
0: Alexandra K brought 50,000 50, people over 50, in, in
1: independent artists 50,000 people out to the show sold out in Nashville most of these shows are sold out
0: yeah the all I've ever known tour was I believe we did just on that tour alone we did almost 30,000 tickets who
1: was the, who, who, come, who was the most famous person to come out to the, one of these shows
0: um I don't, I don't know. I don't really know that we have famous people that come out.
1: Who co- Who's coming out to the shows?
0: Oh, who are these fans? Um, They're, you know, on this last record, it ranges like crazy. Because you have the young girls that, like, love Skip This Part and Backward Therapy. And they still love All I've Ever Known. Yeah. But then you have, now I've dipped into this different demographic of, like, 35 to, like, 65-year-old women who are going through divorce for... The first time in 30, 40 years. Could I
1: find my wife at an Alexandra K show? I think so. Y- Maybe. She might
0: be a little broken.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. She might be a Why little is that sad. Funny?
0: She might be a little sad. It's just funny because, like, I think, I, I, uh, I think I, I'm sad. And so, like... It's like you, you don't strike <laughs> me as a
1: sad person at no, no, all. No. You are so cheerful.
0: In my music, in you know your I mean? music, in my sure, music, I'm sad. And, and,
1: and how you present on the outside is not necessarily how you feel on the inside. But I just feel like you are such a bright energy Thank in every you. room you walk into. I've seen you on red carpets at the Thank Grammys. You. You just always have a like a like a curious wonder to you, and just a smile and like a, a happiness. Thank you that you bring into the room. Maybe it's all fake. I don't know. No,
0: it's not. It's, but it's, it feels genuine. It's real, it's real joy. It,
1: it feels real.
0: I'm just that joyful to be here with you.
1: Yeah. Here's that the point. Keen. Alexandra Kay is on the road. Are you on the road right now?
0: No. No. I'm when actually going back off the road out? because I'm writing my second
1: album. Right and this. Okay. So I was getting I was getting some emails about this from your publicist who was sending me emails about the second album. This is going to be this, there's a totally different theme for this album, right? This is this could be a mental health album. Is that going to be the theme that this album's turning into?
0: This one, I think, is just going to be more of like a healed version of me, and maybe like what it's like to you know feel excited about a relationship again, and and kind of come out of this, just knowing myself a lot better and being more confident in myself, and and you know, I think like my word to describe this year, like 2024, is independence and I was just just saying this the other day um, on another podcast that you know wasn't as cool as this one obviously but
1: get the fuck um, out of here. <laughs> oh,
0: But God. um but no I think that that's my year or that's like my word for the year is independence and because it's not only just me being so proud of being an independent artist that like I used to look at it as a shameful thing I'm not signed to a label you know and now I'm like I'm not signed to a label like I am so proud to do this with my small independent team and and the fact that everything we get we appreciate it so much because we fought tooth and nail for it is it
1: hard to make a record that sounds as good as this record does as an independent artist cuz sometimes you hear these independent artists in Nashville and you listen to their music and it sounds it sounds like crap this record sounds like it could have come out of a major a major label It is so pro sounding. Everything about it sounds so good. Thank you. How hard is it to pull that off as an independent artist? Or at this point, are you just you're working with the best people, and people want to work with you because you're you know you're who you are?
0: You know, the good thing is is that I don't think that it really matters if your your sound doesn't matter if you're signed to a label or not. To me, I think that it just matters if you um, are with somebody that you trust and that you can have like an open working relationship with. No, but I think Andrew Capra and I have been working together now for four years, and so this is. This is like, I don't even know how many songs we've worked on together. But we've just been working together for so long that I think that's what you hear. One, he's an incredible producer. He's so talented. But like, I was, we were able to go into this and like co-produce it together and it just came out exactly how I wanted it. And I think that you just, what you're hearing is also just a culmination of years of two people getting to know each other and then nailing it. On this but
1: I think even still with all that you need to be really talented as a producer as an engineer to make he a record is. sound yeah. professional. and he just is
0: yeah he just 100% is I mean like he's had so many so many incredible songs come out just last well, last year and this year already.
1: Here's the <laughs> point point is Alexandra Kay is an inspiration for artists. She's doing it on her own terms. She's out on the road. She's selling thousands of tickets. She's she has millions of streams people are connecting. To this music, and they like that she's independent. They don't want her to sell out, even though at some point I think she will, and I think that's coming. And we're all going to have to deal with that. (laughs) It's fine. It's what's best for if it's what's best for Alexandra and her team. It's what she's going to do. What have we have we left anything out here? What's what's been unsaid? No, I mean, I just I just
0: kind of wanted to to like finish my sentiment on like independence and just the fact that like not only finish the sentiment. Not only is it like me being so proud of being an independent artist, but it's me being so proud of, of being like an independent woman and just like finding myself out of this divorce and and finally like knowing who i am without without someone else and and i just like i don't know i'm so much more confident and people people have been commenting like over the last couple of months they're like wow the glow up you've been having and i'm like i i don't really think that i look much different i think it's just that my energy is different because i'm just really becoming Comfortable in my own skin and just really excited about who I am and who I can be
1: this is the you and your boyfriend What's his name? Rocco Rocco you guys are the Travis and and Taylor of the new age of country music This is what this relationship is becoming I think there's a lot of guys out coming to these shows who are very envious of Rocco (laughs) Yeah, they are incredibly envious of him and they wish they had their shot and maybe there was a time that they could have, but now it's that window has closed.
0: He's been getting some weird DMs.
1: Really, like what? <laughs> like what?
0: Just you know, people saying like, "Oh, you better take care of her." Do you have any idea how many guys wanted a shot with her and stuff? And he's like, "This is weird." And I'm like, "Rocco's
1: no. confident, though."
0: Oh my gosh, He's so confident. That's what we
1: like about him. And he's he secure. Is
0: so sweet. He's, he's sweet. Like, so sweet and kind and you want to know how do we know
1: this how do we know this isn't just a an act that he's putting on
0: it's not because he's been this way since three years ago when i met him the first time i mean it's just different in a romantic relationship now but like you know something that i tell girls all the time whenever they're like talking to me about my new relationship and stuff it's like he brings out a feminine energy in me that i feel like i kind of left behind in my old relationship what does
1: that mean like 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 define what that is
0: I was more just like tough and hard and just like um and
1: you felt like you had a little more on on. edge yeah Yeah. because
0: I was I took care of business in my old relationship like I was you know the person who had you know took care of all the issues that happened whether that be financially whether that be like um getting anyone out of trouble or like anything like that I just felt like I was always on my toes right and it made me just a little bit hard and now he this man treats me like a porcelain doll like I'm not kidding like if if he opens every single door like it's like the fairy tale stuff ties my literally will bend down and tie my shoe
1: God, this is why. I'm, is, this is why I've got he, no one in my life. It's insane. I, I've never like, tied a is, shoe for anyone. No,
0: so, you guys shoes. This is why.
1: This is why I've got nothing. I need to be shoe. hanging around Rocco and taking <laughs> oh, some, he, some yeah, notes. he's incredible. Wow, I love this. Yeah, Alexandra Kay is on the podcast oh, I had so much I want to ask you or we're, we're running out of time you want to do a rapid fire I want to ask you about Um, so when you were starting out at the Four Seasons yeah just working at the Four Seasons you started to sing demos for people yeah and somehow you ended up on doing a Nelly demo or what was your what did you do with Nelly
0: so what ended up happening was I was working at the Four Seasons as a hostess in the restaurant at Four Seasons St. Louis and there were a couple guys that were kind of like dabbling in hip hop and one of them actually being Smino who is who's big yeah he's a big rapper now he's gone Big. Yeah. And he, um, we used to, I think he was like in the kitchen. I believe he worked in the kitchen. I was the hostess in the restaurant. And so we would like sneak away and go down to the, uh, like fifth floor lobby and like, like on our break. And he would like rap and I would sing like, this is what would happen. And then he would be like, we would just talk about what we're going to do. And he would talk about how he thinks he's going to move to Chicago. And then he ends up doing it. And then like, you know, signing and being like, you know, like being a big rapper. And I uh, really it just really inspired me. And so I started just kind of like putting feelers out and being like anybody in hip hop in St. Louis that needs somebody to sing a track like I got you. I would go and sing like a couple of um, demos and tracks with like Doughboy and Yakboy Fresh and like all these people in St. Louis. And then they kind of pass my name around. They're like, yo, she does it for free. And and it sounds good. And so they kind of just passed my name around and stuff. And I got hooked up with some people signed to Dirty Entertainment. And that's how I ended up in the studio with Nelly.
1: But you were in the studio with him? Yeah. And w- and doing what? Singing a demo?
0: Yeah. So basically, like, they would come in. They would work. And then whenever they needed female vocals, I would just hop up.
1: So And is and... he vocal co Not vocal coaching, but vocal producing? Or what do you call that? Is he giving you notes as you're singing on the vocals? Like Not you, really. You're not, not really, yeah. no.
0: They would just tell me what to sing. And I would just go in and lay it down and yeah. then come back out. And there was always, like... <laughs> Just the <laughs> just like a wow. bunch of food laid out and like orange oh Amsterdam god. everywhere and like it was just a really wild experience. And at this time, I was working at a bar, so I would work at this bar until three o'clock in the morning, clock out, drive to St. Charles, which was probably another forty-five minutes away, and yeah. I would be at the studio till probably seven or eight o'clock in the morning. This I would is go what you have to back do. Back home, and then I'd be back at work at four p.m. Oh my god! Yeah, I was. Yeah, we didn't even
1: grind. and we didn't even talk about your relationships with. Some of the biggest country stars <laughs> in the industry. You and Tim McGraw. You were on the road with him. Yeah, that was incredible. You and um, uh, Ray Travis are are so friendly. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mean, who am I leaving out? Like you're uh, Tracy like, Lawrence is a good friend Tracy of mine. Tracy Lawrence. I just it,
0: text, texted him. It was his birthday the other Tracy day.
1: Tracy Lawrence. Uh, and oh my God, uh, you have so many. F- I
0: just got to meet Gary LaVox and sing with him. Gary
1: LaVox? Isn't that a great show? We toured. We, I was out opening on that show with an artist. Yeah. That's such a great band, and that show—they just play the hits.
0: Yeah, yeah, he sounds it was, unbelievable. It was a really great show. I really—he's such enjoyed a goofy it. guy. He really. Is.
1: We did a show with him in Ohio, uh, Fourth of July weekend, mm-hmm. and post show we all get into a van with Gary, <laughs> and we start driving through suburbia, Ohio. He's from Ohio. Three car police escort, maybe four cars, like two in the front, two in the back. Yeah. Sirens. We're driving. I'm like, who is going to attack Gary LaVox in small... I just think these cops had nothing better to do. And then we ended up at some childhood friend's house of his, and we had a great night <laughs> it's with, amazing. with Gary. It's a great story. No,
0: he's amazing. He's Isn't really it crazy,
1: great. though, when you... Like, sometimes I'll be at the airport, and I'll hear a Rascal Flatts song, and I'll be like, I know that guy. Or, like, you you hear a yeah. Tim McGraw song, and you're like, I know Tim. Yeah, weird? like, I
0: have his number on my phone. Yeah. Isn't that insane? It's insane. What is it's it? It's probably a different number now.
1: He's probably changing it he once he knew you it, had it.
0: I think he changes it like every year. But like no, yeah, he doesn't. Like, that would be no. He no, doesn't. that's what they said. What? They were like, here is his. Tim wanted you guys to. Tim wanted. But you to just have his now you have. If you, you have anything. six months left to right? use
1: this. <laughs> And then he's going to change the number.
0: It's probably, they're like, I mean, if you need anything, but like he does change yeah. it very regularly. Wow. Um, but yeah, he's, he was a great guy. You know what's really crazy about Gary is that he told me when we were sitting there that day that he does not warm up. He has never warmed up his vocals. I believe that. He just goes he out. He just does it, yeah. He literally was waking up and he yeah. was like, ah. I was like, oh my yeah. gosh. Incredible voice. Yeah.
1: Okay, we're, we're, we're running out of time, but, okay. but here's the point. The point is... You have to go stream Alexandra Kay's music. This new album. It's not even that new anymore. It's been out for a minute. Yeah. But it's really, really special. It is a personal album. And artists say it all the time. It's bullshit. This album <laughs> is deeply personal and deeply uh, intimate. And you have to go listen to it if you haven't already. And if you have, you know what I'm talking about. And we didn't even talk about Ever Leave or "She Stayed or some of the other amazing songs on this record. You, ha- you have to go listen to them. And she's going-, she's going to be back on the road. And you have to see AK live. Because there's something special about when you see her live, It's there's no like big label. There's no budget for this production and everything that's happening. This is, this is AK and her manager, Beth, and they're putting this together, and it's, it looks as good as anything else you're going to see out there on the road. So that adds a whole other element to it that you need to go out and you need to see. You need to experience it in person. It's the only way to do it. And if you can't make it to a show, you need to follow her on TikTok and Instagram, and she's posting Facebook. B- before <laughs> Facebook. And she's posting before 9.30 a.m. <laughs> and she's got a checklist. And everything that feels so natural and oh uh, No, no, no. It's all highly curated. Nothing is by accident. Yeah. Everything here is planned out. And she's got a new boyfriend. She's happier than ever. <laughs> she's got a glow. She has a glow to her. And the fans are noticing it. And we have have we left anything out? Has has anything been unsaid?
0: I don't think so. I just want to say thanks to everybody who's listening for giving the album a chance. And thanks to, you know, all the fans that made this such an incredible year for an independent artist. I'm just so grateful.
1: And there's new music coming soon.
0: New music coming soon. We're writing it now. We've got a lot of touring, a lot of touring happening this year. I worry about
1: you on the road. You tour like a rock act. So most country artists just go on the weekends They're home during the week. Uh You're out. Two months at a time. I yeah. worry about you. Yeah. No, this, it's okay. This, this is last I,
0: one. We were out for sixty-one days straight without going home, and I did almost lose my mind. But we kept it together. But
1: now you've got your boyfriend on the road with you.
0: Yeah. So it's really fun. Home it's is really on the nice. road. Yeah.
1: You're not yeah. missing him back home. Whatever. You're not yeah. worried about. You know, is he hooking up with other girls while I'm on no, the road? No, it's no. Great. You can keep an eye on him. Yeah. On the road.
0: Yeah. But I wouldn't need to keep an eye on him. Anymore, no, he's but. such a good guy.
1: He's tying <laughs> shoes. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> My God! All right, Alexandra K. Thanks for coming onto the into the studio, onto the podcast. Thank you, Zach. Really fun. Maybe we'll hang some time. I hope so. Probably not. But Probably not. If, Get we, out of here. if we did, it'd be great. Get out of my podcast. That's it. We're wrapped. Thank you, everybody. <laughs>